0: This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 181. Are you outgrowing someone? Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world, and I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire. We must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share in the show are my own, with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback my goal is for you to leave the show feeling empowered inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside are you ready to get started let's go hi there beautiful soul welcome to another episode of the show I'm excited for this one. It's felt like a hot second since I've done a solo episode. I guess it's only been a month, but there's been a lot of interviews on the show because I've met so many amazing people lately. I am in a season of expanding my network. I have been for many months now. And in this journey of meeting new people, it's made me think a lot about outgrowing The people that have already been in my network in different ways, be it professionally, personally, et cetera. So I've just been spending a lot of time thinking about, you know, what does it feel like when you're outgrowing someone and what to do when you start to feel that way and how to approach it in a way where maybe you won't have to outgrow someone, where you can both grow together. I did an episode, goodness, I think like, over a year and a half ago called Growing When Others Aren't. And it's been a really popular episode of the show. My clients talk about it all the time because it was requested by them because what happens is when someone does something like coaching with me, they grow a lot. And in that, they're You know way of being changes right and so then they go to these relationships that they've had and things just feel different and they look different and they start to question things like oh my gosh you know is my marriage not going to work or this friendship and so i recorded that episode in response to many of them feeling that way myself included at times Um, and so that's a great supplement to listen to this episode i will say my mindset and way of being has evolved a lot since then, so I feel like you could listen to that episode and get a different perspective or get more information, but today it's going to feel more in alignment with more growth that I've done in regards to analyzing when you are truly outgrowing someone because again it comes up so much for my clients all of the time. And like I said, myself included, because we are growth-oriented individuals. And so with that, we are constantly evolving. And it's tricky when a relationship you had, maybe even for years, if not decades, all of a sudden feels off. And it's like, oh my God, what do I do with this, right? So we're going to cover so much today today. Oh, Let's just take a deep breath and kind of ground into this of we're talking about outgrowing some people, maybe some people that you love. And maybe as you listen today, you're going to have some ahas of, "Ooh, yeah, this is like what I'm feeling and I haven't really allowed myself to lean into those feelings. And then on the flip too. You may realize as you listen of, oh, okay, maybe I'm going to have to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody because otherwise, if you don't have that conversation, you will continue to likely grow apart and, you know, you got to kind of lean in and potentially keep the relationship going to do that. So just ground yourself in that. You might feel some things that are a little bit uncomfortable, but it's so worth it, right? Because whatever person or people you're thinking about that you feel like you're outgrowing, you care about them. You likely love them. Otherwise, you would outgrow them and just be like, eh, oh well, another day, right? But there's someone that's really pulling on your heartstrings for you to say, oh man, I don't like the way this relationship feels. It used to feel so much different. and I don't know what to do with it, right? So where should we start? Let's just go into You know, think about a time in your past when you have felt like you have outgrown someone. Just see what comes to mind. Whatever the first memory is, just trust that that's what the brain wants to present to you. And just start to think through what was it that you were feeling when you knew you were outgrowing that person. So for a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I just felt discomfort. I felt uncomfortable. It just felt off. It felt, for me, I would describe it as it didn't feel like we were in flow. We weren't in this dance anymore. It just kind of felt rocky, and it didn't even have to be where we were arguing or anything. It just didn't feel like we were in sync. And so just kind of bring that to the forefront of your mind again of what it feels like for you, and then just get clear with yourself of you know, the relationship or relationships you're thinking about now without growing them, is it a similar feeling? And if it is, great. Keep listening to this episode. If it's not, then start to think about either journal, get a coaching session, something, talk to somebody about what it is you are feeling with that person because then that's a whole nother thing, right? But if you're like, yes, this is what I'm feeling, I'm feeling, whatever outgrowing someone feels like to me, great, okay? So then we've got to start to figure out how are you going to handle it with this person, all right? So I'm going to just give you some suggestions, and as I always say, take what you love and leave the rest, okay? So the first thing you can do is you can go to that person and say something like, how do you feel about where we're at today? And hopefully you're in a relationship where there's authenticity, where they have self-awareness, where they can be honest with you. You two have created that safety with one another. And I will say, if you don't have those things in that relationship, why? Is that something that you're doing? Is it something that they're doing? Because those are the, the kind of relationships that you want to create, right? ones of authenticity and honesty and where two people can come together and have quote-unquote difficult or hard conversations and be able to lean into those things right and so if you're at a space where say you've done work with me or somewhere else and you're able to lean more into that and the other person isn't then i will say that is tricky Right? Because you want to evolve the relationship and take it deeper in essence, and that person hasn't done the work yet to be able to meet you in that. And so that can be really tricky, right? Hopefully, though, they're still at a place where, you know they'd be still open to having a conversation about like the question I asked of, you know, how do you feel about where we're at today? And you two can sit down and have that conversation because they may come to you and be like, "Um, yeah, I'm just feeling like things are kind of off lately. And then you can go, me too. Can we talk about this? Like, what do do we think it is? What's different? And you may already know. Like, honestly, when I start to feel off with somebody, I kind of know what it is going into it. And I kind of know too is like, well, that's just who they are. And that's really how they want to stay, right? I'll give you some examples from my life is many years ago, I had three really good friends and they were friends in a hard season of life for me. It was when I was going through my divorce and they were just really there for me. And after my divorce happened, then I up-leveled a lot. I started dating my husband, I signed up for coaching as a client, and I just started to see the relationships with them in a different light. And so with one of them, you know, we had really bonded on that. We were both kind of in relationships where our partner was gone all the time and they were kind of a deadbeat husband, (laughs) our partner, right? They weren't a deadbeat dad. Like they still paid the bills and stuff, but they weren't really there for us. They didn't really show up that much for the kids, but they, you know, again, paid for stuff. And so when I got out of that relationship, and I got in the relationship I have with my now husband, it was totally different. And she would look at me like, oh, well, you're so lucky, or, you know, kind of those envious eyes. And I would sit there and think, girl, like, you could claim this for yourself too. And it became really obvious that that was you know, the thing that we had originally bonded on was kind of being in shitty partnerships, even though we had other things. We loved to craft together and we had daughters around the same age and I just loved her energy. But the other thing too is that I had grown so much in wanting to have depth in my relationships beyond the surface level. And she had actually become pregnant and I threw her a gender reveal party which I know some of y'all don't like this is like back in the day okay so we did a gender reveal party and um I remember after the party it came out somewhere like what she's naming the baby and I remember sitting there being like I just threw you this party and I really want to you know get deeper with you. And you're not even telling me directly what the baby's name is. Like I've had to find this through the grapevine. And it was just a huge aha moment for me of, wow, I'm never going to get the depth of the relationship that I want with her because she just can't go there. And it just became uncomfortable in regards to the difference in the relationships that we were having. Right now, looking back on that, I wish I would've had maybe more of a conversation with her because I've evolved so much more since then. That was almost 10 years ago, this all happened. And having these conversations of like, where do you feel like we're at today? I'm not sure she could have held that or respond to that, but at least given the relationship more of a chance, right? And so, yeah, just start to think about too, is this something that you can have a conversation with or is it something that it's just like, this isn't working anymore? I'll give you another example one of my other best friends at that time, we just connected because she has a way of thinking that's very similar to mine. Like she's just very intuitive and it's rare to find people like that in the world. If you look at it from a statistic perspective, something like only 25% of the world is more of an intuitive thinker. Anyways, just the way we, we both thought was really cool and really in sync. But she also didn't do the kind of work that I did being a client coaching and instead relied heavily on meds to help her with her mental health. I'm not dissing on that. I'm not saying one's bad or wrong or any of that. It was just very different, right? And so she would have these moments where she would, gosh, just kind of like lose it emotionally on me and I just got really kind of fed up with it and I love her and I still love her deeply even though I haven't talked to her in so long but it just felt like she couldn't even hold at all a conversation about hey where are we at today what could we change any of that stuff the emotional maturity wasn't there okay So again, I say all that to say, hopefully you're in a relationship where you can go to them and say, how do you feel about what we're at today and see where that leads you. But if not, I want you to then think deeper of, okay, then why are you in this relationship? Okay. Now, another question that you can ask to this person is, what do you love about us? So as partners, friends, coworkers, coach, client, et cetera. Because this is absolutely a conversation you can have with the people in helping professions, right? Be it your coach, be it, you know, different other healers you have in your life. I really would love for clients to bring this to me too when they're feeling like we're not in sync anymore. Because what happens with many of my clients is we work together, you know, the first nine-ish months in one-on-one coaching. And then... For some, you can tell we just never fully clicked in the process. They still get results. It's still a positive experience, but it wasn't just like a fuck yeah, like a fuck yeah, man, we just like, we create magic together kind of experience, right? But some of them, they do. And then I tend to invite them into my living the dream mastermind. Not always, because sometimes I don't think it's a good fit for them, but then they move on to that mastermind and then we spend a year in there. And sometimes throughout that mastermind, it is getting to a point where it does feel like we start to grow apart a little bit. I can feel it. And, you know, sometimes I will bring it up to them and just say, you know, where do you feel like we're at? How are you feeling about the coaching? How are you feeling about these kinds of things? Right. But on the flip of that, if you're feeling that as a client, bring that up to your people. Okay. Therapy is another great example of this. Your therapist should be able to hold this if you're bringing it to them. Right. Another question you can ask to this person is, what would you change about us now? Okay, so how do you feel about where we're at today? What do you love about us? And what would you change about us now? And then another question is, where do you see us growing to together in the future? Okay, so again, if you're a client of mine, I would love for you to bring me these questions. If you're a friend of mine, I would love for you to bring me these questions. Because I can hold that kind of stuff, right? I would even say, you know, obviously, definitely bring this up in the partnerships that you have, be it marriage, dating, whatever. You know, I would really encourage you that you had definitely have a relationship where you can bring this up with your partner because otherwise your partnership probably feels pretty surface level, right? And that's probably a whole nother thing that needs some coaching and healing and all of the things of that. But yeah, you know, I know. It can be awkward at times with friends or acquaintances that we have that we may not have the depth of the relationship to ask questions like this. You know, if it's just like, oh, you know, we just kind of work out together side by side. Why are you asking me these these deep-ass questions? But I'm just gonna trust that you intuitively know where to go with these questions. You know who to bring them up to and um you know what would be appropriate and not appropriate all right so just some questions you can bring to somebody to kind of open up the doors start to talk with those people and start to see what can change in your relationship so you can get back in sync again i also want to offer you when you're asking these questions hold space for them meaning you ask the question and then you listen and you're very present so You're asking the question. You're very present with them and you're not necessarily talking. Okay. You're asking the question, you're listening, you're getting to the next question, you're listening more. And then once you've asked all the questions you want to ask, you've really listened, you made sure that you've listened to them. Then you can either answer the questions for yourself if they ask them back to you, or you can say, would you like to hear my responses? Okay. And then hopefully they will hold space for you and listen to you. Right. All right. The other thing I want to present to you too is when you're asking these questions to someone, you may not feel prepared to answer them back right away because you may need some time to digest what it is that they sent to you and really sit with that. And if that's okay, you can say that, too, to that person of, oh, I just want to ask you these questions, kind of get where your head space is at. I was just curious. And then you can go away and you can think about it and hold space for yourself or get coaching on it or whatever. Okay, so many times in our society, we think we have to be on for people and we have to be super responsive to people. And it's just a lie. We do not need to immediately answer messages or if we're talking to somebody, be like, oh, I need to give them an answer right now. Even though you're likely the one bringing up these questions to them, you can still slow things down if you feel like you need to and just say, oh, just again, curious, I'm just going to need some time to think about it. All right. And if, I want to present to you too. If someone doesn't have the self-awareness to answer the questions above, that I gave you, you know, those four questions, how do you feel about where we're at? What do you love about us? What would you change? Where do you see us growing in the future? Then I just wanna present to you, again, is that really a relationship that you want to move forward with? And I say that because you, if you're listening to a podcast like this and you are ready to go ask questions like that to somebody else, percentage-wise, you're probably very top tier in regards to the amount of self-awareness that you have, okay? And with that, you need to be surrounded by people who too are self-aware, okay? Now, this person we may be speaking about that you feel like you're outgrowing, you know, the love that you have for them may just be so much that you're like, I don't care, great, awesome. I'm not saying you don't need to have them in your life, right? I always say do what you want, just love your reasons for it. So, if you love your reasons for keeping this person close to you in your life, awesome. And I also want to present to you that, you know, just because maybe this person's been a best friend or a business partner or has been your coach or whatever, you can still have a relationship with them. It may just be that they're not as close in your inner circle. Maybe instead of being a best friend, they're a friend or if they're a friend, they move to the acquaintance bucket. If they've been your coach, maybe then they just move to being like somebody you follow on social media. They're just like, you know, one of the many guides that you have. If um, they've been a a really integral part in your business sense or career-wise, maybe, you know, that you just need some distance from them or something, right? So it doesn't have to be black and white here of they're in or they're out. But just start to think, you know, we are the people we surround ourselves with the most. And if these people that you surround yourself with or this one person isn't self-aware, then it's likely going to be a lot of work on your parts. And it's going to probably feel pretty boring, okay, because they're just not, for lack of a better term, more evolved, and you can't have depth with them. You know, it goes back to the friend that I was telling you about, right? She just was not self-aware. She was not ready to have in-depth relationships, and that's what I was really wanting. And it's not that we ended on bad terms or anything. We're still very distant acquaintances, but it went from best friend material to kind of friend material to then acquaintance and now it's just like, oh, I see her every so often on social media kind of thing. Okay, so just kind of digest all of that stuff and I do want to present to you too is that we tend to give men in general a pass on some of this stuff. We tend to say, you know, when we ask questions to men, they tend to say things like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Because, my God, their conditioning has been in favor of that, right? Of them not leaning into feelings, them just staying surface level with things. But that's not an excuse, okay? You always get to hold the bar of what it is that you're wanting from a relationship, be it partnership, friendship, et cetera. And they always have the option of coming up and meeting you energetically, They always do. And you get to hold boundaries with that as well. Like with my husband, he's not somebody who is super duper self-aware and I am a super duper self-aware person, right? And so I've learned what my boundaries are with that. Like if I ask him questions like that, he may not know the answer right away, but my boundary is we're going to come back to that. I want you to think about that and I want you to come back to me with what it is that you have determined your answer to be, okay? He doesn't just get a free pass in this, right? And some people are like that too. That's just their way of thinking. They just need to sit with things and that's totally okay too, okay? But doesn't mean you give a pass to anybody. They still need to be self-aware to answer these things and if they're not, ask why you're, they're in your inner circle, right? I wanna say next that I found in my journey of doing coaching work for nine years as a client, which is crazy to think about that I've been doing coaching as a client for nine years. You will outgrow people, especially those who aren't self-aware and are reactive, and that's okay. I want to remind you that tenure isn't the goal in your relationships. Fulfillment is, right? I've talked about this on other episodes. So many things in our society celebrates tenure. Look at this long marriage and this person who stayed at this job forever and this long friendship. And I'm not saying those are bad things. It's just, let's celebrate more than tenure. Let's celebrate how fulfilling this relationship is, right? Let's look at it from that perspective. Let's celebrate too when two people decide, hey, we're not in alignment anymore, and that's totally okay. Let's celebrate people moving on to different relationships. You know, we've labeled divorce and breakups as such a bad thing in our society And sometimes it can be a really beautiful thing that two people have moved on in different ways, right? So just kind of soak that in. And know too, I'm gonna say this again, I'm gonna say it probably a couple more times. Everybody always has a choice to up-level or to meet you with what it is that you want. Your job always is to get clear on what it is that you want. Like I very often write lists about, you know, these are the qualities that I'm wanting in clients of mine. These are the qualities that I'm wanting in friendships. Like I said, I'm in a season of expanding my network and that the past few weeks has included friendships. I realized recently as like, man, I don't have the friendships that I want in my life. I was actually recording a video for some clients who were leaving and I said, you know, I don't really have friends. And so y'all are a big priority to me. So stay in touch and da da da. And after I recorded that, I stepped away and I was like, Lindsay, no more like go make some friends get out there and fulfill you know this friendship bucket for you it's not okay and you know i was thinking about too the episode i did a few weeks ago called authentic connection with simone hung where she talked about these different buckets of connection that we have in our life and that episode really stuck with me about wow i really want to fill all these different buckets in my life and feel deeply connected in those ways, right? And so as I'm leaning into expanding my friendship group, I'm up-leveling in my clientele, I'm up-leveling in different areas of my life, I'm getting very clear about what it is that I want, and then I'm just presenting that, not directly to people, but I'm kinda going through as I'm talking with people or I'm meeting people of, okay, are they checking off the things off this list? And now I know for some people, that, that method does not work for you you do not, in essence, manifest or create what it is you want off specifics. You create off general feelings. This is actually something that's related to your human design. So I won't go into that whole bucket, but just see what feels right to you if you don't know. I am a specific person. That's how I've always been. That feels right for me. It's very easy for me to sit down and say, okay, what is it that I want my friends? Boom, 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 boom. And if it's for you, something very general, think about the feelings you want to have. Like if you're thinking about friends, I want to feel laughter. I want to feel this. I want to feel that. And so you're getting, again, clear on what it is that you want. And then you can start to see, is this person somebody who can meet that? And if not, and I still want them in my life, okay, what are my reasons for that? Do I love my reasons for keeping them in my life? Or maybe, yeah, because I still want to have my high school friend from 20, 30, 40 years ago. Great. Awesome. Beautiful. But if you're bored of the conversation, but you still just want that tenure there, awesome. Like you, again, you get to decide here, right? There's no right or wrong. You get to always be in charge of your life and decide what works for you. What I see, though, is so many people are often feeling victim to their lives. Oh, I have to go see so-and-so and and they're so boring or I have to go do this because I should go do da-da-da. No, no, stop, okay? That's not an empowering way to live. It's not a great way to feel. You always have the choice on what it is you're doing in your life. Sit down, think about what your reasons are for doing those things and love your effing reasons for it, okay? And if you're like, this is really above your head and you're not understanding how to do these kinds of things, you got to coach with me, baby. This is like what we're doing. I'm teaching you how to be this self-aware to understand why it is you're doing what you do because you do not need to live a resentful life, a life where you feel in essence victim to, oh, I've got to go do all of these things. Okay. All right. The next thing I want to say is two people and what I call your authentic self, growing apart is a beautiful thing too. It's okay to grow apart. It's unfortunate when someone then turns against someone else in that growing apart. So just be aware enough to check yourself if you feel like someone needs to be a certain way for you. They do not. Okay. So let me break down because that was something I wrote as I was preparing this episode. So back this train up, right? You decide or you and this other person decide like, hey, we're growing apart. This is just like not authentically in alignment for us. This happened to me in my business recently, Somebody who, in essence, worked for me, it became clear like, hey, we're not in alignment anymore. This isn't working anymore. And what happened then, I was like, great, awesome, no problem. You know, we're not, we're growing apart, no big deal. I'm so happy for you. You're honoring yourself. I felt like I was honoring myself. And there was just some things that came up in that process of us separating that wasn't so beautiful. And I'm not going to get into the details of it because I don't want to spend time there. But just know too that you've got to be aware enough when you're separating from somebody not to let your feelings get involved and to tarnish a relationship. Okay? Because here's the thing. You're going to separate from somebody, be it intentional or not. There's going to be feelings involved with that. You know it brings me back to you know i said i had those three friends i told you about the one i felt like i just couldn't get close with her we had bonded over having in essence shitty relationships the second one i just felt like mentally she couldn't keep holding the stability that i wanted the third one i had been friends with forever since high school and it just got to a point where every time we connected it felt really uncomfortable And I wish I would have had the awareness and the questions that I gave you today to go to her and say things like, Hey, where do you feel like we're at? You know, where do you see us growing together? Because that was a really important relationship for me, but I didn't. And what happened is we just started to grow apart to a point where, you know, you know how it happens. is like you go from celebrating in person to their birthdays to maybe getting a message to not getting a message at all. Seeing they're doing things where you're not invited, seeing, you know, how they didn't acknowledge this thing that happened in your life. And I remember as the process went down, just feeling really sad and hurt and having some anger involved in that too of like, I remember saying to my husband many times of like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Again, I didn't have the consciousness I have now of just saying, you know, Lindsay, you're just growing apart. And, and like sitting down and really analyzing it and feeling through my feelings of like, here's why you're growing apart. This is what's going on, blah, right? But yeah, I remember, you know, just my feelings getting involved in that and it didn't come out anywhere, but it definitely came out energetically. And I'm sure she could feel that off of me, even though we didn't really have contact. And since then, it's been kind of awkward to be completely honest with you. Almost like if we were to run into each other, it would be weird because um, I know, again, on my end, I let my feelings get involved in that, even though we were authentically just growing apart. She was getting really involved in religion. I was in a space where I was fully pulling myself out of that in a lot of ways. And because of that, you know, just so many things. But yeah, it was just Like we were going apart and the feelings got involved and mixed in with that. All right. So just check yourself. Make sure you're talking to somebody, you're processing on your own, whenever that's happening. Okay. All right. What else do I want to say? If you're not getting what you want from the relationship, it's okay to move on. As I said, love your reasons for whatever you do. Stay and go. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can grow apart gradually and reconnect as needed. Get clear on what it is you want from relationships, I've already said that, and then create from there. The other last things I wanna say is growing apart or moving on can be so bittersweet. Allow yourself to mourn it. Even if it feels silly, write I feel statements and even goodbye letters and sit in the sadness of them. It will get lighter as long as you feel it and not distract yourself with other things. So this kind of goes back to what I was just talking about with feeling the feelings, right? And not letting the feelings get involved in the essence of the separation because you are going to have feelings. So go and feel them separately, be it journaling, coaching, therapy, talking to somebody else about it, etc. You know, as I said, there was something that happened in my business where I was separating from somebody and damn, that hurt like a bitch. <laughs> Woo, man, I hadn't had a separation feel like that and I don't know a long ass time if ever. And so, um, there were just a lot of times that I was just talking to my husband and I'm like, damn, babe, it just hurts so bad today. It just hurts so bad. And I just needed him to hold that space for me to just process through that. There wasn't like I couldn't fix it. I just needed to fill through it and just mourn it and let it go. Even though I knew we needed to grow apart it was just like I needed to process through that. So allow yourself to feel that. And that's why a lot of times people don't end up separating or, you know, growing apart and allowing themselves to fully do that because their brains are so scared to feel the feelings of sadness that will come up by doing that. But you'll feel it. You know, as I said, I just had a batch of clients move on and it's the second year that, you know, I had the mastermind and then at the end, you know, you see who doesn't renew. And the first year I remember just being like, so thrown off by it, like, oh my gosh, like I'm having these feelings about these people leaving, even though, you know, I'm respecting their choice and I'm happy for them and all the things. And then I realized like, oh, I'm just gonna need that every year. I'm gonna need about a month where I slow down and I grieve and I just honor and feel through the feelings of them leaving. And there were some days that felt really, really hard for me. Like I remember one day that I didn't even end up working at all. I didn't have any calls or anything. And I was like, I just feel like I need to just go in the bathtub and just sit in the sadness that these beings are moving on. And again, it wasn't like they were making the wrong choice or a bad choice or all of those things. It was just like, okay, all right, this is this journey is ending in regards to me as their coach at this time, and I need to go process that. And so I gave my space that, and I allowed myself to have that space for that versus bringing it into our relationship, which may have come out as resentment or you know anger or so many other things, right? And I was really clear with them too, and really front because I recorded a transition video for all of them. And I just said, you know, I'm feeling through this and I want to offer you to you feel it too because we've been really connected in our lives for years now and you may need to go feel those feelings, right? But luckily, you know, we're in a relationship we can do that kind of thing. So just allow yourself to feel through those things. Again, if your brain starts to label it as silly, it may be something so like, like a minute relationship in your life, but if you feel like you need to process it, process it, lean into that. Allow yourself to feel through that, All right? And I wanna just end with this. How do I wanna say this? All right, I'm a little scared this may come out as quote unquote bitchy, but I'm just gonna say it, okay? I will say, When you start to feel like you are outgrowing someone and you take time apart, okay, and you allow yourself to grieve through that and really have the spaciousness away from them to really, you know, then kind of create space in your life so that new things can come in, I will say 9.99 times out of 10, I will find like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that because I will see how I was still kind of holding myself back to still be an energetic match for that person. And this isn't usually a conscious thing, right? And then once I have separated from them, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can, I can up level even more and step even more into the person that I know I want to be even more. And it just all starts to make sense. Okay. So again, if you start to feel that with yourself, like you're outgrowing somebody, your brain will then offer you, oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, this feels scary. This feels sad and hard. You know, again, going back to the business partnership that I had that we separated from, at first it sucked ass. I didn't like it. It took me months to process it. Like I said, there were many moments where I went to my husband and I was like, damn, this just hurts so bad. Even with the clients who recently left, there were some that I was like, shit, damn, like I did not expect that. Now that I've stepped into, I've mourned all of that and I've stepped into my next level. I'm like, oh, that's why it all happened. That's why it all came together the way it did is because I was preparing for this next level, but I was in essence, like kind of energetically holding myself to be able to still fit with them. And that's where I started to feel discomfort. They felt it too, obviously, right? Because they didn't come back. And so we both were feeling that. And so I think the more we can just label this sooner with somebody and be like, oh, I'm feeling this discomfort. Here's what it feels like for me to feel like I'm outgrowing someone and then start to ask them the questions like I presented you, the more that maybe, maybe, I would love your feedback as these things go on. You can grow together and see, or it can be where you separate more intentionally versus like the example I gave with my former best friend where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, she's not going to even call me on my birthday. You know, what's going on here, right? You can instead say, hey, I think, you know, we're kind of growing apart and I love you so much, but you know, blah, 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 right? You know, you end it however you end it. But okay, I feel like I said a lot today, Hopefully, gave you some ahas to chew on, some things to move forward with. Thanks for holding on with me as I kind of looked at my notes from when I wrote these notes forever ago and then told you all the things. All right, my friend, go out there, honor yourself, feel those feels, have the hard conversations, lean into if you're feeling like you're outgrowing someone, you probably are and to start to take the steps that feel right for you to then move forward in your life. And just know, as I said, 99.999% of the time on the other side of that growth, you're like, oh, this is why I did it, right? All right. If any questions come up for you too, feel free to always email me. You can reach me at lindsay at lindsayepreston.com. I welcome your emails, but otherwise I'll see you on the show next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero. And you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share the show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share share, share the show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.